0: Hi, friends. Um, This week, I did not have the chance to preach what you might consider a typical sermon. Um, Normally, or at least what I'm used to is preaching on a Sunday morning. Uh, But this Sunday, I was asked to preach at a memorial service, actually at Memorial Funeral Home. Uh, The funeral home opened up its doors to family members and friends of loved ones who have passed for the last few years and it was an absolutely beautiful service uh, they allowed the families to come up to remember their loved one to place an ornament on the tree with their loved one's name and it was just a good time to to sing carols and to to honor those uh, who God had placed um, in so many people's lives over the years. And so they had asked me if I would give a small sermon. And so I said, yes, absolutely. And I made sure to tailor it towards this Advent and Christmas season. And so this is just a little of what I shared. Um, Perhaps you're going through a difficult time uh, because the holidays, they can be they can be challenging, especially uh, if there's an empty chair that um, you know that was once filled with a loved one uh, or maybe um, you can no longer celebrate at someone's house um, for one reason or another. And so if you are in the midst of grief, I wanted to to share with you that that it's okay. Um, first off, because we were created as emotional beings and that, um, when we are sad, God's created us that way. When we become angry or bitter, or, um, or even at a place where we just want to know, like God, why? Why are we going through this? This is uh, such a challenging time, and you know, sometimes people say, oh, "This just isn't fair," and and that's true. And those are real emotions that God has created uh, you for to uh, walk through and um, struggle through. And so, I I did want to share with you that um, that it's okay, and uh, if you are going through that, I want to encourage you to reach out to a loved one or a family member, ask for help, say, hey, you know what, I don't want to be alone this Christmas, or uh, today I'm just having a, a rough day, um, you know, mom or dad or friend, uh, will you get me out of the house, just distract my mind for a while, and then also, if you are... The friend or family member of the grieving, be on the lookout. Um, don't be afraid to to make a phone call and say, "Hey, uh, just checking in, seeing how you're doing. If you need a listening ear, let me be that listening ear for you." Uh, also, you know, offer to to come over and maybe just help clean the house. Uh, you know, when we are feeling depressed, sometimes the last thing we want to do is do the dishes. You know, maybe the simplest gift that you can give to someone who's grieving is to go over, do the dishes, fold the laundry, help vacuum, um, or maybe it's to say, hey, we're getting out of the house, we're going to go see a movie, we're going to go shopping, uh, we're just going to take a walk uh, in the park. So that your loved one doesn't have to be alone, you know, again, do not hesitate to reach out to that family member, you know, because oftentimes everybody shows up when a loved one passes. Uh, but as time goes on, as weeks and months start to pass and maybe even years, you know, life happens and, and we forget um, not, uh, not to, be, to be negative in any way towards our loved one, but sometimes, you know, like we get distracted with life and and we forget to reach out uh, to someone we know who who could use like that extra love uh, from someone during the holidays uh, if they are missing a loved one. And, And the other thing is, This is very normal. All throughout scripture, God shows us characters throughout the Bible who express emotions. Uh, Job, uh, when he was suffering, he cried out to God, asking God why. He got angry for a period of time. David, when his son got sick before his death, uh, he fell and he wept and he lamented. Even Jesus, okay, even Jesus, the son of God. When he heard of Lazarus' death and he was approached by Mary and Martha, we were told even he was sad. And so if the Son of God can have emotions, well, then certainly we should allow ourselves that grace to have them and express them as well. And then finally, I just want to point this out. And this is this is the hope of Christmas. And I want to share with you just Two very significant um, scripture passages from the Christmas story. Uh, often you'll hear them read at Advent and Christmas. And the first is from Isaiah chapter 9. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And then from Matthew, when the angel of the Lord came and visited Joseph, she um, disrupted his world and said that you are going to, to help Mary bring in the son of God into the world. But she said this, she said, you will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So this Christmas, we're reminded that we are not left alone. Certainly not in our grief, because indeed, Emmanuel, God is with us. God never leaves us, no matter what we're going through, and especially in our challenging times. Um, We also are reminded by Isaiah that we have a mighty God who steps up, and he stays by our side, and he is a God who brings peace. Sometimes it's peace that surpasses our understanding, but if we lean on him, He is the one who can settle our hearts and calm our minds. And then, of course, we have a God who sent his son, Jesus, into the world in the form of a baby, which is what we're going to celebrate in a few short days, the birth of Christ. We have a God who became flesh and dwelt among us, walked with us in the midst of the dark and the chaos and the grieving he was there right with us. And Jesus would understand pain. And He would understand grief. And He would understand anger. And most importantly, He would give us life. Jesus, why we celebrate at Christmas time, He is the one who brings forth eternal life. He conquered death. And so I know that Christmas can be difficult at times, but brothers and sisters, It's at Christmas when we were reminded that as we celebrate this baby boy, we celebrate the life he would grow and the man that he would become and the resurrection that only God, that only God would make possible so that anyone who believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And this, brothers and sisters, is the hope that we can look forward to, not only in this season, but as we think about our loved ones. And as we think about our own mortality, and one day, one day all of us can celebrate eternity in heaven with our Heavenly Father. And our loved ones who have passed, well, they are at rest, they are at peace, and they are in the presence of God. Let me close with this final story. There was a pastor who tragically lost his little daughter unexpectedly. And he had a really hard time. And I I can't imagine. I can't even imagine. And he was struggling. And he went through the the grieving process. And he was sad. And he was angry. And he just um, couldn't get over the fact that, you know, another day he had to spend without her. And then at some point, something changed inside of him. At some point, the Lord spoke to him and said, you know what? What if you started to think this way? Instead of one more day without her, how about it turn into one more day closer that you could see her? And then the next day became Two more days closer that he would get to see his daughter again. Three more days closer, ten more days, twenty more days, three hundred and sixty-five more days. This pastor was closer to being in heaven with his daughter. Wonder if we could start living life that way. If we're struggling because we miss someone. Let's just remember how much closer we are when we put our faith and our trust in the eternal God. One more day closer to celebrating with our loved ones in heaven. Brothers and sisters, this Advent and Christmas season, I pray that you hear and you know the hope of Jesus. Amen.